I am a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. <laughs> and one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com with promo code Lexi. You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. We're rolling. Oh, we're on? Oh, we're on. Okay, let's take three deep breaths. Ready? Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Second one. Breathe in. Breathe out. Last one. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. That was good. Let's be present in this moment. Let's be present in this moment. Hi, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast, and I have a guest today. I have someone that I'm more than fine introducing. What would you rather introduce yourself? Go off. Introduce me. Okay. Today's guest is the one and only former Long Island, always will be Long Island, but mm-hmm. has spent her 20s bopping between Los Angeles and New York. She's the founder of 20s World Skincare Brand, home of one of the, if not the best cleansing balm, a makeup, hair, beauty connoisseur, product developer, a professional giggler, and one of my best friends, Miss Emily Drew. Thank you, Lexi. That was so sweet. What an intro. I am so happy to have you on here because Emily and I have spent the past 30 days together. There's a lot that we've had happen, but plenty that between us we can give advice to you on all things friendship, existing in our 20s, because we've known each other through our teenage years and 20s are far different. And in my last episode, I talked about my teenage dirtbag era and discussing memories from high school and being 14, 15, 16, 17, but 
a lot happens once you leave and when you're entering 20, 21, 22. I mean, I'm 26, Emily's 27, and there's been a lot of changes work-wise, love-wise, relationships, and we're going to get into it. Last night, I asked for you guys to submit questions, and you had some great ideas, so I think we should just dive into those. But first, a lot of the things that I was seeing is, how did we meet? And I think that's a great question because you and I are originally internet friends. Yeah, I honestly think it was probably 2010 or 2011. Mm -hmm. I started my YouTube channel April 2010. When did you start yours? Okay, I think it was summer going into eighth grade. Editing Lexi, it was actually 2009. I began my first YouTube channel, not the one that a lot of you were subscribed to, but my very first one under a username called All That Couture in 2009. I don't remember exactly when we started talking, but basically during that time, we would all comment on each other's videos because the YouTube world was so small and we were all around the same age and we all had these little beauty videos that we made. And I guess we probably met for the first time at that first New York IMAT, mm -hmm. which is basically a makeup trade show where it's all for professional makeup artists. And we all went to meet up Basically, girls flew in from all over. There was a large group of us. Think sorority-sized. Those were my sorority sisters. Yeah. We were friends, but I think we got close once I moved to New York. Even when you were, in when LA. We were both in oh, LA. Oh, I feel like we definitely got way closer, like, best friend. Level. Yeah. Once I moved to New York. Because we were friendly. Actually, it's a really similar story between me and Emily as it is between me and Tyra. If you listen to my friendship episode two or three episodes ago. Tyra was also in the same group as us. She made YouTube videos, beauty videos, and we were friendly. But once I moved to New York, it was solidified. Like, ooh, ooh. Friends for life. Friends for life, which is one of the questions. Aww. Yeah, I won't, I won't rush ahead. We'll take some time. But we met on the internet. We were both YouTubers, and we took slightly different paths. Yeah, so in 2013, I moved from Long Island to LA, went to FITM, and then after I moved back home to New York in 2015, after I graduated that program of school, I stopped my YouTube channel in 2016. So I was on YouTube for six years, had a good run, but I was ready to try something new, started to do some other things. You stayed with YouTube, but during that time is actually when we got closer. Yeah. When did you decide during this that you were going to make your own brand? I've always wanted my own makeup brand since we started YouTube. Really? Like 2011, I was like, "That's that. this is That's what I want to do. I always wanted to work in beauty, and I always wanted a makeup brand. And then what's funny is when I moved to New York in 2015, I went to makeup school, and I was thinking, oh, this is perfect. I'll be Bobby Brown. I'll be a makeup artist and have a makeup brand. But that's when I started to get acne. So it's interesting how that led me to skincare and getting a skincare job. And now I have a skincare brand. But like the core of it is still the same. I wanted a beauty brand all this time. That's wild that 13-year-old Emily is getting her dream come true. Yeah, it's really special. It's what I've always wanted. I love that. Also, your work history is insane. You have been working simultaneously along with YouTube. I was doing social media and I've always had that be my income source and you have had so many 
jobs and such a wide variety. Can you talk about that for some people? Because I think you have connections pulled from so many different areas and I would love for people to hear about your work history. When I left YouTube is when I was in makeup school and I was applying to so many jobs for makeup and I couldn't get one, which is interesting how life was just like, nope, you're not meant to be a makeup artist. Go in this direction. So I found an unpaid internship at Tula and I was only able to do that because... Oh, let's back up. (laughs) You found an ad. A Craigslist ad. Yeah. I was still doing YouTube and brand deals here and there. So I was able to afford to have an unpaid internship. And that was my first job. And I had so much to learn. YouTube, there was so many great things that came out of it. But there's such a different sort of level of skills professionally and personally when you're working for somebody else. And especially since I was working for myself since I was so young, it was, I think, important for me to do that. But I was at Tula. Eventually, they hired me. And then I stopped YouTube. So I needed a job to be able to afford to be a part-time intern or a part-time employee. So I worked at Brandy Melville. (laughs) I I still want to give Tula a little bit more. You were their first hired intern. Yeah, I was their first intern. It was a team of three people, the founder, the CEO, and a social media manager. And they were like, this is a QVC brand. We want to make it big on Instagram. Will you help us with uh, influencer marketing? And I was like, sure. I mean, that's really the only thing I know how to do. Tula is huge now. And yeah, it's really huge now. And whenever I watch a interview or read an article from the founders, they always mention like this brand was built off of the community that we created with influencers. And in my head, I'm like, yep, that was me. <laughs> that was me. Or at least I, I played a part in that. You absolutely and did. You it were was there at the very beginning. Yeah, it was such a great learning experience. It was a lot. I think any startup is a lot, but I think that's what made me really understand what it takes to build a company. I always thought having a company or being a CEO was so glamorous and being at that job made me realize that it's so much work. There's so many hats you have to wear, but that in a way was another year and a half of school to me. And even though it didn't pay great, and I definitely worked for more than what I got financially, the experience was just unmatched. So yeah, those are my Tula days. And then you were working at Brandy and also we had an overlapping work experience. We were milk makeup girlies. We were milk makeup girlies. That internship was funny because it was once a week and five hours. Mine was three times a week. Okay, okay. For me. You would only come in on Wednesdays. Yeah, I was there Wednesdays because I was still at Tula at the time, part time, uh-huh. and I wanted other work experience. So I would just sneak there on Wednesdays. <laughs> and they were like, so what do you do when you're not here on Wednesdays and Fridays? I'm like, you know some other things uh, just because conflict of interest. But for me, it was more of a chill internship. But I love that we were able to be in that environment. Milk is a really cool company. It was a lot of fun. And that also felt a little bit like school because all the other interns are in school as well. And actually, the interns that I met there are the people that inspired me to apply to Parsons and oh, wow. got me to go to school because that wasn't exactly on my horizon, at least not Parsons specifically. I knew I wanted to go to school, but after hanging out with so many people that were in art and design schools, I thought, wow, I can't believe I've never thought of this before. I think this could be exactly what I want. You also worked at Brandy Melville. 
dark times. But whenever I look back and I'm like, what was I doing there? Or why was I working this job? It all eventually makes sense. And I had I had fun working there. Honestly, they're not the best company. There's like kind of a running joke on TikTok that the girls that you've worked with at Brandy Melville will always be your Instagram hype girls. Because no matter how much time has passed, they're still in my life. That's how I met Noor, one of my best friends. And so I was kind of just working there. I worked a lot that summer uh, because I was at Tula and Brandy at the Were same you time. Were 21? 22? Yeah, I was 21. So I worked seven days a week. Like I did not have a life. But when you're in jobs like that, your coworkers kind of become your friends and that becomes your social life. And we would, you know, go out after we closed on Saturdays. But yeah, Brandy was interesting. I never worked retail before that. I never had like a high school retail job. So in a way it was, you know, also just like a personally a good experience to have and honestly feels like another lifetime ago though. Totally. And I know that Tula was a startup, but you love a startup and you would consult, right? Yeah. So after Tula and Brandy, I kind of felt stuck because my experience, my work experience and internship experience was all social media. So I went back to FITM and I got my business degree. And then while I was there, I started working for a small consulting company doing beauty product development so that I could learn that side of the business. So basically all my work experience, I kind of just hopped around to see what I can learn from. You stayed in the industry though and just looked at it from all the different sides. Yeah, I just hopped around the different departments. I knew all along I wanted to have my own brand. So it was kind of just selfishly like, what can I learn here and what can I take from this? And honestly, it really paid off because when it I came time brilliant. when it came time to start a brand, of course, you don't know everything, but it was so nice to have contacts in the different departments, you know, knowing vendors and suppliers and manufacturers, knowing people in the creative world and social. So I'm trying to think of what else I've done. Um, I nannied. <laughs> like I've just worked so many random jobs to try to make it work. I've never had one stable full-time job, which isn't great. No, but but wouldn't you say that's your preference though? Yeah, I like having the flexibility and I liked being able to do a couple things at one time. I don't know how I would do. Working different parts of your brain. Exactly. Just allows for flexibility during the week. When did 20s world begin? So that was a class project. My last year of FITM. It was a different name. And then I was looking through the business plan. There were so many common themes with who I wanted to make the product for and what the price point would be. And so that I eventually started slowly working on baby steps all throughout 2019, was getting ready to launch 2020. The pandemic hit. I kind of had to restart the process because my lab went bankrupt, which... You know, I you guess it happens. Could not have predicted. A could not have pandemic. predicted a pandemic and a bankrupt manufacturer, but you know that's what business is. So I kind of had to restart the process, and we launched July 2021. So it was a long, slow process, but when it's one person, there's so many moving parts and so many things to figure out, and of course, so many unexpected problems that come up, as you Hiccups. know. Just little hiccups. Nothing to really stress over. (laughs) Meanwhile, I was like crying all the time. So much money. So much money lost. So much time that went by. But I also think it just lined up with me personally. I think I was ready last summer. Also, I don't think you're ever ready to just start a brand. I think you just take the baby steps 
and just let it do its thing and then you can tweak and learn along the way but you're never going to be 100% ready this is my business plan I'm going to do this this and this by this date it's really unpredictable so yeah deadlines and due dates are just suggestions when it comes to creating your own products yeah everything gets messed up all the time um but you know you learn from it and eventually it'll it'll work out so you have one product on the site right now just one product which honestly there's so many skincare products and brands that why not just make one really good one Mm -hmm. a beauty product will take like six to nine months to make just formula and packaging wise i really wanted it to be something really strong i felt like the cleansing balm category didn't really have a super great option for me so selfishly i wanted to create a cleansing balm it is so good and it does not hurt your eyes it melts really nicely to an oil when you make a product you basically fill out a brief with everything that you want it to be like you just write up your dream product and your lab will you know go in and try to make it what's crazy is also the lab nailed it on the first try oh and i was like this is it this is it and i'm really proud of it and a lot of people are like oh like when's the next product and it's coming it just you know of course takes a lot of time do you want to give us any little hints at what could be coming up maybe a serum maybe a little serum also this is truly not an episode that's meant to this is not a product promotion yeah no not at all but of course i will have a link to 20s world in the show notes that everyone can get a cleansing bomb because this cleansing bomb is one of the best thanks shawty Yeah, but Emily and I haven't really been thinking business-wise. We've been thinking content creation. We're TikTok monsters. We're TikTok monsters. Okay, (laughs) let me give you this situation. So I live with one of my best friends, Tyra, and she and Emily decided to do a little house swap. So Emily had come out to visit Los Angeles in July because she's been living in New York and just needed, you know, to visit her friends. It makes sense. However, this little trip had been extended, extended, extended because we were having oh so much fun. And then when Tyra had mentioned that she was traveling for the entire month of August, Emily and her did a little apartment swap. So I've been living with Emily and obviously we have a social media background. That is where our roots came from. And though Emily took a four-year break from YouTube, it is still in her heart and soul. She's also a performer by nature. This is why I think it's so <laughs> insane sometimes. You're like, oh, I've always wanted a beauty brand. I'm like, you don't want to be a Broadway star. You don't want to be a pop star, a movie star. Like, the camera loves you, baby. Like, you are meant to be on stage. So how have we supplemented this uh, little side of ourselves? We've become TikTok monsters. Emily is unbeknownst to the world yet, but to those who know, know that she is the queen of TikTok. Thank you. Those who know, know. Those who it's know. It's just such a fun act. <laughs> It's so much fun. I have so much fun on it. And even us together, Ah! it's the best time. It's something that I've shied away from for quite some time because TikTok has such an addictive nature. And I found myself more as a a viewer than I was a creator, whereas I found that to be different than a lot of my other social medias. I created Instagram originally as a place to promote my YouTube content. And I created YouTube as a place to, to create, not just to watch. But TikTok, I was like, yeah, I'll just lurk. I'll just like watch the funny videos and things. And then slowly but surely I've I've been on there and it is so fun. The last time I had this much fun was probably the OG YouTube days. It's giving me really similar energy because it's new and it hasn't been fully, what's the term I'm looking for? 
It's still up in the air what's gonna come out of this. And I know there are TikTok celebrities and it's creating celebrities that we've never even seen before because the biggest YouTubers during our generation, All That Glitters 21, Juicy Star 7, <laughs> Mac Barbie 07, Dolce Candy, Dolce Candy. Candy Johnson, <gasps> Candy Johnson, Michelle Fawn, Beauty Rush 315, Sweet Beauty X. <laughs> Those girls were crazy. crazy. <laughs> it's amazing that my best friends, or at least I would say two thirds of my best friends in my current stage of life, have been from the internet. Doesn't that make you believe? I think about it sometimes. I'm like, what are the odds? We would never have met. It's not like never. we met in high school or it's not like we grew up in the same town. We were just plucked from random parts of the- Plucked. <laughs> plucked. <laughs> that was a weird word to use. No, but it, it's, from it's precisely what's going on. Parts of the country. And it's just so crazy that we're all- Our group, let's think, we had Utah- Oregon, Illinois, Virginia, Maryland, Georgia, Long Island, New York. <laughs> None of us would have ever met. And I know if it weren't for YouTube, I damn well wouldn't have gone to Los Angeles. I would have stayed in, I mean, maybe I would have gone to New York, but even who's to say that um, we would have ever Before the whole YouTube thing, I always said, I never want to leave Long Island. I didn't never want to go for college even. Wow. So it's so crazy how it literally won, like the butterfly effect of one little decision changing everything. And then I think about you guys and I get emotional. It would have been totally fine if that was just one chapter of my life. I didn't expect it to blossom in such a way. I had no idea. I was only on YouTube because the cool girls in middle school were making music videos, okay? Had it not been for them, wouldn't have even been on the platform in the first place. I was not an internet kid. I didn't really care for computers that much. I was much more in my physical realm, playing sports, more involved in school. Whereas I think a lot of people that went on the internet were going as a form of escape. They didn't like their school. They didn't like their town. So this is a place where they had a community. I was just trying to impress the popular girls, okay? <laughs> and then I ended up leaving with my best friend it's so nuts it's, it's so, so crazy new this is such a new idea my parents didn't have internet friends growing up there was no internet and gen z i feel you're meeting internet friends maybe at a faster rate than you are friends in your mm -hmm. real life and they're real friends we really be living together we really be real life friends <laughs> But I think that's why we love TikTok so much because it's kind of the same energy where there's no expectations yet on the app. I love that I don't have that many followers. You know, I would not gonna lie, I love some more followers, but I love <laughs> how there's no, I don't feel like I have to be anyone else or follow a certain, you know how on YouTube it was like, this is the thumbnail that works. This is the type of video to make. I feel like we can do whatever we want on TikTok. And I love that in the same way, my For You page is kind of just random people from all over. Everybody has a fair shot. And there's been so many. Everybody has a fair shot. That's yeah. Some, that's what I was looking to say, but I couldn't figure it out. Because on YouTube, if you want to be a creator right now, if you post a video, it's going into the void. To think of us even gaining subscribers on YouTube, I have no idea how that happened. If it wasn't for just us making shout out videos. We and would literally make shout out videos. Oh my God. If someone was trying to reach a goal, I'd be We'd like, all everyone go on. subscribe to Orly Alexandra. She's almost to 5,000. Dedicated video. Dedicated videos. <laughs> and, and sometimes I would record it on the YouTube site where you yeah. could just uh, give access to your camera. 
And I'd be like, help, help Lindsay Hughes reach her goal. Let's get her to 100K, you know, tonight. Everyone go subscribe right now. Or make an iMovie slide to like, hey guys, oh, we would do new a video coming soon, but please subscribe to Beauty Rush 315. She really wants to hit 5,000 by tomorrow. I also would make iMovie slideshows being like, hi guys, no video this week. I'm going on family vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I also definitely made birthday videos. How yeah. many times were you recording on your photo booth, emailing it to someone to put in a birthday video? That was so sweet. It's so wholesome and pure. So sweet. Oh, I forgot about those. But I also love that the TikTok algorithm, you don't need to be giving shout outs. It just has a lottery system where if you have zero followers or you have a million followers, it's showing up on a For You page. Everyone's got a, a nice shot. But I've been recording my outfits lately because I love to put together an outfit. I realized no one on the internet really sees them because oftentimes when I'm vlogging in my house, I'm in my house clothes. And when I'm out, I mean, there's a shot that I'm vlogging, but not necessarily. Of course, you know, they might be seen on Instagram, but it's fun now for me to get on TikTok and just be like, all right, I'm going to get coffee. This is what I'm wearing. And it feels so casual. And that's exactly what old YouTube used to feel like. And I'm having so much fun with it. And I have no expectations for it. Right. But we are creating, consuming. <laughs> like, I'm sharing what I'm reading. I'm sharing what I'm wearing. We are making little... Seal- Anytime we have a sound that we like, we save it. We send it to each other. Like, Viral sounds. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm... <laughs> Editing Lexi, please turn down that screen so that no one listening has to have that earshot. We're monsters. Let's see. This was, what, a month ago? Yeah, we were driving to Starbucks and just, like, saying stupid little sayings. We were saying, what was the other one before the viral? Life is full of surprises and I'm ready to be shocked. ready to to be be shocked. shocked. Okay, five, six, seven, eight. Life Life is is full full of surprises surprises and I'm ready to be be shocked. And then our second one was inspired by Hall Batty. I mean, both of them are definitely inspired by Hall Batty. Shout out to our icon. And then we did, I don't don't know what's going on. And I simply don't want to know. And it's painful. And someone was like, you made this sound for it to be viral, though. Like, why are you saying it's annoying? Queen, I make everything to be viral. And also, I did not expect it to hear. I did not expect to hear it this many times. So, yeah, it is annoying now. Even if I wanted to be viral, I'm annoyed now. We did it, Shadi. I also thought I was going to bring in followers. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to hit 50K. <laughs> I don't even know because it, it wasn't even on my account. So who's to say if I even <laughs> got one follower from it? Oh, yeah, it's not on your account. So what were you thinking? I was like, they're going to click the tag. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're just using Any the sound. Any sound that I've ever used, I've never explored it. But I do think it's kind of funny how when you add a sound to your favorites to use later on, that person's profile picture will be in your saved audios. So I'm just thinking about like my silly little <laughs> photo of me like looking up at the sky and who has that in their favorites. <laughs> That was that was fun. Y'all did ask some great questions on Instagram, and I want to get to them. But first, a word, potentially, from today's sponsor. This question is from Jesus Gonzalez. Is that our Jesus? Oh. Does Emily eat Taco Bell in L.A.? Shadi eats Carl's Jr. Taco Bell was so easy or just like any food in New York was so easy because I would just like 
zip there in a cab after a night out, drunkenly pull up the Taco Bell address near me or whatever. Taco Bell was my go-to late night food in New York. But honestly, I haven't even seen a Taco Bell here. And then, you know, as someone with kind of an obsessive personality, I had Carl's Jr. once. That's all my brain is thinking about when it's three in the morning. So... Jesus, to answer your question, I haven't had Taco Bell. Maybe I'll have it when I'm home this week, but we're definitely in a Carl's Jr. era. Helen Ann wants to know advice for long-distance friendships. Oh, my sweet Helen Ann. Helen Ann. Oh, can I, like, brag for mm-hmm. a moment? Okay. I love when two people that I love from separate chapters, locations, parts of my life meet and they develop their own relationship. Helen Ann is one of my best friends from home. She's not even in my grade. She was a grade older than me, and we met through field hockey. We played sports together. Oh, and like when I didn't have a license, when I couldn't drive, she would drive me around. I felt so cool. I felt so cool. Anyway, she had always had it in her head that she, she dreamed of living in New York one day, and I moved off to LA. We stayed in contact, whatever. She went to school. Then I moved to New York. She ended up moving to New York. Introduced her to Emily. Emily and her hit it off. They ended up living together at one point. We really bonded. And it's so special. And that's so nice. There's a lot of people that have a hard time when two friends form their own friendship. So I really love and respect that about you, that you, like, love it. I think there's more pros than cons. Mm -hmm. The cons would be, like, insecurity. Oh, they're going to like you more than they like me. But the pros, first of all, the more the merrier. Second of all, let's say they feel like going out. And I don't feel like going out. Great, they can go out with each other. Let's say I want to hang out with both of them. It's great that there can be a communal energy as opposed to, you know, like not every friend. Right. Uh, not all friends um, mix, you know. I have to burp. Aw. <laughs> I sneezed the other day instead of saying bless you, Lexi said, aw. So I'm going to start doing that back to you. <laughs> don't all over a burp. First it was, of all, it was that cute. sneeze was so cute. And that was a cute yeah. burp. A- no bless you helen ann wants to know advice for long distance friendships and how to not want to rip out your own heart 24 oh helen ann Ann! and also uh i lived with helen ann last year uh in new york and i'm currently in the process of moving to la so surprise our time with Helen Ann or our friendship with Helen Ann will be long Long distance distance. and you and her have had long distance for a couple months now after we were all so close last year. Something that's tricky is there are different categories of friends. There's the friends that you're not seeing on a regular basis, but you've connected on such a deep level or on such a personal level that it doesn't matter if you're seeing each other frequently. You just know that there's that love, trust, and support. There's also friends that you see during the week, you know, friends that you live near. And sometimes those friends aren't your deepest friendships. They're just like friends to have fun with, whatever. But sometimes they're both. And when they're both, Helen Ann knows nothing's going to happen between us. Our love is eternal. Mm -hmm. But it does suck when you're like, yeah, our love's eternal and, like, time and space isn't going to make us any less of friends. However, um, I'm used to seeing you multiple times a week and suddenly I'm not. What the hell do I do? FaceTime. But not just FaceTime. Choosing moments that aren't just necessarily a FaceTime, like, how are you? Like, what's your heart space? Like, tell me what's going on. Those are important. But I would argue that it's just as 
great for a relationship to bring someone into a moment for example when I was in Laguna Beach at like a fancy dinner and like the situation was so funny because I just very similar to James Charles being at my inner child sound healing bath it was kind of like oh my god it's a random day in the work week and I found myself at a fancy restaurant in Laguna Beach and I guess I'm staying the night here and I was just giggling about it and then I FaceTimed Helen Ann at dinner and she like saw the waiter bring in our appetizers and Tyra and I were like drinking margaritas and she just got to spend that moment with us instead of me finding some time on a casual Sunday to tell her about it she was in on the memory yeah I like that because I don't necessarily like when someone maybe this is mean but when someone's like hey like would love to talk soon are you free saturday at so so and so time i always tend to call people when i'm like running out or doing something Should I expose you? <laughs> you you can expose me <laughs> emily loves to facetime just for your company she doesn't even need to chat with you she will call you and you're like hey what's up no answer Hi, can I get a grande? I'm like, hello, did you call me while you're ordering at Starbucks? And she's like, oh, no, yeah, one second. Emily? All right, great. Moves away. Like, I'm looking at her pocket. I might not even be looking at her face. And then she's running around. She's like, so sorry about that. Blah, 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 blah. Like, gives me, like, maybe 30 seconds of conversation. Next thing you know, she's checking out at CPS. (laughs) Then she'll get to you and she's like, oh, gotta go. Bye. (laughs) Hangs up. You called me. Oh, that is pretty bad. It's so funny, though. I, I need to be better. I also the like there's certain friendships long distance wise that I need to be better about. So I will say I agree for myself. I definitely could be putting in more of the effort, even if you don't want to FaceTime someone. I mean, it's like a little rude to FaceTime at dinner. So that's like kind of like not <laughs> the nicest example to give. But keeping someone in the loop, sending your friend a photo of what you're doing during the day takes Mm -hmm. no effort um some of you may have watched my instagram story yesterday emily and i went to venice beach on saturday for completely separate reasons we were driving to go get bathing suits we were swimsuit shopping saturday morning and we were in venice and we're like oh okay maybe after we get these swimsuits let's go get a coffee a a coffee let's get a breakfast burrito we're driving i'm looking for parking oh we're on the venice boardwalk Okay, so it's the Times Square of Los Angeles. Truly. There are tourists, there are henna tattoos, there are sunglasses being sold. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash L-E-X-I-E. 
Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. It's such a large quantity. There are people to take photos with. There are people that have microphones performing. There are people that are interviewing people on the street for their YouTube channels. There's a car show going on. There are rollerbladers and there are people drinking cocktails on the boardwalk. And we're like chaotic energy. Emily says, let's tap in. (laughs) That is all it takes, ladies and gentlemen, for me to get in a space i said let's tap in and lexi's like i'll have a double bloody mary please <laughs> like all right went from coffee to this and within 10 minutes <laughs> you got a pedia colada a bahama mama yeah i got a bahama mama <laughs> yeah and then we definitely tapped in and we got henna tattoos and what was supposed to be a little tram stamp <laughs> turned into lexi's like a full lower back tattoo <laughs> and it's so big when he was putting it on i was like okay this is it's a butterfly with just like some little squiggles i mean it's absolutely iconic it's just crazy how it went from coffee to back tat so quick like gigantic but it was so much fun we get three hour parking and we're like okay so we're gonna have like a three hour adventure like that's that's what we're gonna tap into and we end up like giggling the whole time and then when we get back in the car my lower back is sweating just the teensiest bit and i get out of the car and there is now a lower back tattoo on my driver's seat <laughs> a literal tramp stamp <laughs> i will post a photo at some point but it, it it's currently on my story it's put so, it in the next dump it's so dark <laughs> so stained and i my neighbor's like what's going on when i like was leaving yesterday to run some errands i was like do you want to see something and i like bring her over to my driver's seat and she's like oh wow maybe a lysol wipe (laughs) i was like really i don't know what lysol is gonna do it but to bring this back to keeping relationships i had two friends that i sent this photo to and now they're like in on the joke you know what i mean so it's a way where you don't have to be like, tell me everything. Like, mm-hmm. give me the stories. It's just like a quick little in and out. The frequency. I think that's what it is. Little things more frequently than just like one hour long FaceTime once a week. Yeah. I think that's what it Time is. Time and place, ebbs and flows. Sometimes you do need the hour and like, oh, I've definitely been homesick for certain friends before. That's the worst. When you're like, I, it, it's, I need more. Like, I actually want to spend time with you. So then in those cases, the FaceTimes are great. But mm-hmm. ooh, I feel you, though. I have long distance friends and it's not. And we love you so much, Helen Ann. Nothing, you, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. And eventually she's going to visit. Mm-hmm. Flights are getting cheaper. I don't know why they're cheap right now, but. Fly her out. 
fly her out. No, I, I've offered to both her and Kaylee. Aww. I'm like, let me know. Oh, I didn't mean for you to fly her out. I just meant like, let's get her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. All right. <laughs> Next. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. So the LA versus New York conversation is a bit tired, but I haven't answered this one. Favorite borough or neighborhood? NYC and LA. I know I lived in Brooklyn, but I'm a Manhattan girl. I'm a Manhattan girl as well. And then in LA? Lexi's definitely a Silver Lake girly. I'm still trying to figure that out. I think Silver Lake is super cute and I've liked my time there, but I'm down to explore. I've only ever lived downtown and Studio City area, and I don't really think either of those are very me, so. Mm, What about West Side? I could see myself as a West Side girly. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. But I haven't lived there yet, so I don't know. I lived in West LA. I also lived in West Hollywood. Wouldn't live in either of the. What do you mean? Why are you looking at me like that? Where did you live in West Hollywood? The Palazzo. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I lived in West LA. I don't think I'd move back to either of those neighborhoods. Maybe West Side once I'm in a serious relationship. Like a Brentwood moment? That's kind of where I lived. Because mm. I lived on Barrington and it turned into San Vicente right into Brentwood. Um I don't know. One of my best friends lives around there, so I don't mind visiting. But I don't see that for myself. I feel really good in Silver Lake right now. I think we're Malibu girly. Oh, we are Malibu. <laughs> God, we're such brats. Upper East Side in Malibu. <laughs> We've got dreams, people. Dreams. I want a big life. I want a rich life. <laughs> when I drive to Malibu once a week, we still have some exploring to do. Shamagi. Ask for your favorite form of jewelry. I love a necklace. I love a necklace. And I love the ne- the Lexi necklace. It's my everyday necklace. The Lexi necklace from Ana Luisa. It's the best. What's I, yours? I like always have a bracelet on. Mm. I normally have a necklace on and a pair of earrings. I normally will have like one ring and then I have an anklet. So I just like jewelry in general. But then I, I don't know if anyone else gets this way. I love having jewelry on all the time, and especially if it's, like, I can shower in it. That's the best to me. Mm-hmm. However, occasionally, I will hit this point where I feel claustrophobic by my jewelry, and I just need to take it all off. We'll take off all my jewelry, and then I'll go, like, a month without anything. But I'm currently in a jewelry phase. But I think an anklet is so underrated. An anklet's really cute. An anklet's so cute. I made one recently, and it's what I've been wearing this summer. You know what's so underrated? Toe rings. I was going to say that when you said anklet. I have. We should bring, maybe toe rings is a September theme. Yeah. Except for toe rings are kind of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll explore that. Um, Lolita John's son asked, what would you tell yourself at the beginning of 2022? Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I've had an interesting year. It feels like I had a couple of slow years, especially with the pandemic, where it seems like my life didn't really have much change. But this year, specifically, so much has happened. And so I would just tell myself to try to practice detachment. Like, I think I especially at the beginning of the year, you know, you have your New Year's resolutions and things that you want to do. And sometimes when 
that doesn't go as planned, you kind of feel a little bit scrambled and maybe disappointed. And at the beginning of this year, if you said, oh, you're going to spend the month of August in L.A. and maybe move to L.A. again, I would be like, fuck no. Uh, So kind of just to not get too attached to anything and just let life unfold the way that it's supposed to. And oftentimes it like turns out to be even better. Like I told you what I write after my manifestations. I say either this This or or something something better. better, And and so so it is. And of course I say that, but we'll still get disappointed and thrown off by certain things. But um, change is not bad. There's so much to learn from going through different things and been an interesting year but let life do its thing and um loosen up and giggle a little giggle a little tap into your giggles it's really the best form of self-care what would you tell yourself at the beginning of this year i've been really impressed by my decisions this year i've leaned into all of these gifts that i feel i've been given and i didn't have any reservations like i was really open all year which i'm so pleased by when i I've been stubborn in the past, for sure. Um, And being more open and less stubborn to things has led me to really beautiful places. Like, once again, we had the same trajectory. In March, I came out to visit. Next thing you know, I'm moving here. I moved here middle of May. And now I live in California. New Year's resolution had no idea. My New Year's resolution was to be more present and to rest and relax. Because I had Mm. one hell of a year last year. I was like, girl, you just need to calm down. You just need to take it easy didn't know that meant moving but such a good decision so I'm I'm proud of myself thus far for this year and I don't know if I would want to say anything because I'm glad with how it went Maki Chasey wants to know our favorite thing about each other Mm. let me think because there's a lot (laughs) not because that's so sweet (laughs) not because I can't think of anything my favorite thing about Emily, is this going to sound selfish? I love and respect and admire Emily as her own separate person. But, like, we create this energy when we're together. And it's magic. Mm-hmm. First of all, like, I think you're so strong. Like, sometimes when I'm going through something, I'm like, oh, my God, Lexi. What would Lexi do in a way? I think about that all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. Why am I getting yeah. emotional? Um, wow. Oh, that's But yeah, so and I love the way that you you never run away from problems, really. Like, you definitely deal with it and process it. But you're very much like, I'm still going to smile. I'm still going to make the most of, of my life. Like, and you have never been bitter or whatever towards life or anything. And you still just make the most of it. And I just love that about you. <laughs> oh that's so con- that's so nice no one's ever said that to me really that's what that's really what i admire the most about you wow you're a strong tough little cookie well, and you do it with a smile which is so important i also admire your work i don't think you and i view it the same way and i really think you're going to be this huge successful businesswoman thank you lexi i see this for you i see that for you too huge successful businesswoman yeah <laughs> I don't know. maybe maybe we'll see um emily are, are you ever going to return to youtube let's see the username toucan sam smith so i did during the pandemic which was fun yeah but 
I realized that maybe that was just a little pandemic thing. And, I did it too. Uh, I love TikTok and I love my relationship with social media at the moment because I'm sharing myself and parts of my life, but I'm not sharing as much. And I think especially when you get older, it's nice to have, you know, certain things for yourself. And so vlogging is just very personal and it was really nice to do during the pandemic when I was alone. But um, I don't think at this time I really would. I don't know. Did that answer the question? Yeah. But it also made me think of something else I admire about you. Your ability to set boundaries and stick with them. When you have a decision made, you're not going to be wavered about it. And that is so admirable. Hmm. Thank you. Ooh, bringing it back. Rainy wants to know expectations versus um, reality of owning a business. Ooh. I think this is going to bring up a lot. Yeah. Uh, I So when I was sort of like working on my business plan and sort of working that all out, I watch a lot of interviews and I listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm -hmm. What are your faves? I really like the glossy in terms of, you know, other entrepreneurs and things like that. I really like the glossy beauty podcast. I'm trying to think. I really like the goop podcast. Um, what other interviews? I also found that I maybe was listening to too many beauty ones and hearing people from other industries, even the music industry or whatever. I like to tap into different things because I think it's n nice to get different perspectives. Also, a um, method that worked for the music industry might work perfectly for your brand. Right. Um, so I knew that it wasn't going to be easy, but... <laughs> it was definitely a lot harder than I thought it would be. And I feel like I've explained this to you. It's just constantly something will come up and it's constant problem solving. So I definitely didn't expect, you know, I kind of just thought, oh, if I have a business plan and I stick to it, that this will go smoothly. And of course, the reality was that it's just a never ending process of problem solving. And that's when you learn especially when you're doing it by yourself. It's it's a lot on you personally, too. It would kind of affect, like, I don't know, I felt kind of uh, maybe ashamed at times. I don't know how to describe it because I'm like, I'm working on this brand, but I have nothing to show. So it's just you have to want it so bad because you're not going to see, like, money come in personally to you for a while or the results are the, not a product is not gonna launch next month it's gonna take months of problem solving and making it work and a lot of hard work you know you just have to love it enough to be able to put up with it but I definitely thought it'd be a, a little bit easier <laughs> a little less money I definitely want to ask you this question again in like two or three years and see mm -hmm. how it's changed yeah I still feel like I'm such a baby and you are such a baby I mean like you're gonna have a whole line soon enough but it'll be interesting to see if it becomes like a system and all of a sudden it just like runs itself mm -hmm. or if it's going to perpetually be troubleshooting problem solving I would love to know I can't wait diving into your breaks on social media Chili Lily wants to know where did you go when you were gone from social media what what was going on <laughs> I am laughing because when I when we were talking about how I sometimes isolate Lexi was like so what do you do uh, but when I was no, 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 I know. Isolating, like, what? Are you, 
like you still got 24 hours in a day what's going on during them what's going on i when i was off youtube i was just working a lot and i was living in new york city working retail working for tula i went back to school in la um i was just really focused on what was in front of me and it was really nice to sort of figure it out because I feel like it was a lot of just trying things and figuring it out so it was nice to do that without feeling like I had to document it or share it with anybody and I could really just live for myself did you find that you were still using social media I was still on it but I also just wasn't in a place even to post I didn't even want a photo taken of me at times Mm, it is sad we good now. We're good now. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest advice for people in their 20s or even just teenagers that are listening to it. When you think things are so bad and it is destined to be like this perpetually and like this is going to be your existence, trust, if not anything else, that you will get out of it and there are better days ahead. And it's going to seem like such a lightless path that you are just in the dark. But I pray promise you I promise you you are getting out of it another question off of this how can I get myself out of a rut I've been depressed for over a month this is um, a question from Queen Natalie Queen Natalie Queen Natalie get your, get your crown on you're a queen get your crown on how'd you get yourself out of isolation definitely it's important to sort of sit in the space that you're in I've had times where I've been depressed and then I would try to go out and be social and maybe do something stupid and that does not help at all almost like a pendulum swinging you're like oh, i need to overcorrect I've yes inside so now i need to go insane when i'm out truly insane instead of just like getting lunch with a friend <laughs> yeah it's like oh i need to party and then after that you feel 10 times worse um i think a daily routine and little rituals throughout your day or your week are the foundation to sort of getting yourself back on track and it could literally be as simple as and even drew would tell me this when i was really depressed it's as simple as making your bed or having a 10 minute walk in the morning it doesn't have to be anything crazy and it doesn't have to be a lot of things but if there's maybe a couple of things throughout the day maybe you journal at night go on an afternoon walk call someone in the morning and sort of just build these little routines and stick to them so that you kind of build the confidence and know that you are capable of does that make any sense like kind of I have those for myself as well yeah you become more confident in yourself because now you know that you're able to stick to these little things and gives you that ability to trust yourself because right a lot of times when you are depressed you've kind of lost sight of who you are and like what you believe in and if you're even capable of taking care of yourself and if you give yourself these great big goals when you're in the middle of a rut like oh well I need to go on a two-mile run tomorrow when you're like I haven't left the house in five days you think I'm gonna go on a two-mile run like a 10-minute walk even just a walk around the block for me when I'm depressed oftentimes I'll be wearing the same pjs for days on end my first ritual to myself is shower before bed and you have to put on different pjs those clothes you've been wearing all day, they have to go in the dirty clothes or they need to be folded and put away. You need to change your clothes, even if it's from pajamas to other pajamas. Mm-hmm. And you need to shower mm-hmm. once a day. And then eventually it'll get up to the point of like, oh, maybe you'll like have some fruit for breakfast. Yeah. Or, or even I like cooked a lot when I was in uh, like really depressed periods. 
because it gave me a task and something to do for myself and sort of something to take my mind off of whatever I was going through. But depression is definitely tricky and uh, don't be so hard on yourself to like rush the healing process as well. I think sometimes it's like, oh, I'm depressed. I can't be depressed on anymore. Tomorrow I'll be okay. The healing process is so long and it's also not linear. There's going to be really good days, really bad days. But as long as you keep sticking to those little things that you do for yourself, eventually you're going to look back and realize that you've made a lot of progress. Yeah, sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself when you're depressed is to let yourself be depressed and give yourself permission to be in that space. Because I think I've also dealt with that where I'm like, well, you can't be for X, Y, Z. Like maybe everything in your life is great. Why are you depressed? You have no reason to be depressed. Okay, that's not how it works. Um, You have big things coming up. You can't be depressed right now. No, let yourself take the mental health day. Tell your boss. I feel like a lot of bosses these days are like very understanding over mental health. Like I have a few friends that like their bosses without question would understand them. Mm -hmm. Um, But even like for a weekend, just being like, this is my weekend and I'm going to lay in bed for all of it. Because sometimes giving yourself that permission, you're like, I actually only need to lay in bed for like five hours. Right. I could get up now. Maybe I'll even like order takeout and get it for pickup and go walk and get it and then come home and eat it and Mm -hmm. then shower and go back to bed like it it could be small little steps but sometimes giving yourself permission I remember someone saying this one time if you feel like you've been around people too much and you just need a week alone sometimes you only need 12 hours it really just takes 12 hours to recover and if you give yourself that just truly to be alone then sometimes you don't need as much time as you think do you have any quotes that changed your life hmm This is from Daya GKMC. This is something my mom has been telling me over the past couple weeks. And it's, you know, not really an intense quote, but it's just you can't miss what's meant for you. And I kind of have to remind myself that all the time. And it's so true. You can't miss what's meant for you. That's so sweet. I've heard a variation of that of the opportunity wouldn't have presented itself to you if you weren't ready. I also love what you taught me of, like, either this or something else, and so it is. Mm -hmm. My dad also sends me inspirational quotes every single day. Shall we read what today's is? Let's read today's. Okay. Dorothy Parker said, the cure for boredom is curiosity, and there is no cure for curiosity. (laughs) (laughs) And they always end with heart emoji, the letter U, dad. So sweet. (laughs) He also sent me one because my dad and I both have Invisalign. I inspire. Because uh, I got it and he was so jealous. He's like, I have this crooked tooth. I need it. I need it. We're on a beach vacation last summer, probably a year ago. Yeah, it was in August. He pulls me inside into his room. He tells me to come in, tells me to close the door. He says, shh, puts a finger over his lips. I'm like, what is this man's secret? You know what he does? He takes me into the bathroom. He shows me his Invisalign tray. <laughs> he says, look what I got. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome, Dad. <laughs> That's great. He's like, how's it working for you? I was like, I love it. He goes, how many trays you got? Like, he wants to know everything. But I just love that he's like, we're going to keep this one a secret. And one day, this is last Wednesday, he said, always remember to be happy because you never know who's falling in love with your smile. A quote from Anonymous. And then he said, our Invisalign will make the difference. Hope you're having fun. Love you, Dad. Oh, make that an Invisalign ad. My dad, I don't understand how he's maintained such a pure, unjaded, wholesome existence. A bubble. 
he's in this protected bubble. My mom was in it too. Mm-hmm. We always used to say that about both of them. Yeah, I don't understand how my parents have remained to be so pure. I mean, I was on the phone with my dad last week and uh, he couldn't he couldn't even stop himself from singing. <laughs> it's so, so about sweet. About how excited he was that his daughter was calling him. He was like, oh, it's a beautiful day. Hey, 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 my daughter's calling me gay. Like, it was, oh, it's just. He's the best. He's the best. And uh, Emily was FaceTiming me when I was living at home last year with my dad after my mom passed and she calls and she's like hey darling and my dad was on we were driving so it was on speaker and my dad goes darling <laughs> and now every time he hears line with emily goes hey darling it's not emily anymore it's, it's oh how's darling yeah and there's always an accent with it mm-hmm. he's like oh yeah yeah no i got barbecue how's darling <laughs> it's so good um how to be hot I don't know. Emily, you are the <laughs> hottest person on earth. That's a crazy statement. Farah Bumeri is asking. Um, how to be hot? As someone who has been extremely insecure for most of my high school and early 20s. It's crazy because Emily is like, to personal standards, but also to like, media world standards is conventionally so hot thank you (laughs) so what i'm like i don't know how to accept a compliment i'm like girl tell us how you do it and she's like well actually i actually don't think i'm hot (laughs) i'm like but girl but what i would say so recently on tiktok classically one thing about me is i'm in a bikini a lot because i live in california now and I've been really soaking it up. I feel like I'm in You're a bikini. You're always in a bikini. My mom brought that up on FaceTime yesterday. She's like, so you guys are in your bikinis a lot. <laughs> I'm like, mom, that's what brings in the views. <laughs> I was on the phone with my dad on Saturday. And he's like, what are you up to? I was like, oh, we're in line to shop for bikinis. <laughs> and he goes, well, I hope, I hope you find your bikini. <laughs> but I, I think I just actively missed it so much because I remember when summer would come around in New York bikini was just what I would wear and I would just stand on my balcony or just be around in it just trying to soak up whatever summer energy I had so now that I'm in California I'm like okay well we're leaning in we're tapping in um and then I posted a dancing video in a bikini and I'm fine with how I look within the confines of my own personal space but I don't necessarily love showing my body to the world like definitely feeling like I could cast for judgment so then I post this video of me just dancing in a bikini and I was like you know what I like this video enough that I'm just gonna ignore the fact that I'm in a bikini and no one said anything no one was hating on me and no one was like telling me like what it no dis- everyone was like go off um and I can't lie I- it was external validation and <laughs> Sometimes you need a little bit of that. I feel like I have so much internal validation that I will almost hide in the fact that at least I like myself. And then when I find out that others also like me, I'm like, oh, can't lie. This feels pretty good. <laughs> Is that toxic? It might be. Not at all. It might be slightly. It made me feel hot. The oh, fact okay. that I was in a bikini online and no one was like, you fucking whale. <laughs> like, there's no trolls in it. Or even, even people being like, damn, Lex, like. 
expected i don't know what i was expecting yeah like, what imagine someone <laughs> like, damn lex expected you to look a little different dot 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 you know like i don't know what i was expecting but the fact that none of that happened i felt like so much more free in my body because i'm like well i'm okay with it in the eyes of myself but i don't know how well accepted it will be in the eyes of the world then the world didn't care the world didn't care and i felt so free and i was like oh my god i can wear a bikini anytime and you're a hottie uh, this is a great question. This is from Sophia Claremont. How to look at life lightly. Mm, that's something you're really good at. I do think I'm really good at that. I'm going to absolutely take that compliment. I ultimately think a lot of people get to this point when they've had either horrible tragedies strike their life or if they've dealt with really severe mental health and come out of it where you're like, it can get so bad. So when I can listen to my favorite singer on the drive today what a treat, what a delight. When I was originally running 15 minutes late, but the traffic suddenly cleared up and now I'm arriving on time, what a treat. And then when something kind of like eh strikes, it could be so much worse. So it doesn't feel like that big of a deal because everything is such a big deal. Like this life is so intense that it ultimately gives me the freedom to be like, and so it is, you know? (laughs) Jessica Hutchins asks, nipple piercings hot or flop? Flop because they get infected really easily. Yeah, flop because they taste like a Honda car key. Like, you know (laughs) I went to the emergency room because of mine. I I thought I was losing my arm. I I had such a bad infection, I thought I was losing my left arm. Classic. I'm always at an urgent care. (laughs) I know you've been here for a month and have already had strep and a dislocated knee. Mm -hmm. Let's knock on wood that we don't have any more of that. Um, The Alexi listeners know that I'm a reader, which I'm currently reading A Certain Hunger. Uh, Do you have any book recommendations? One of my favorite books that I read once a year is What I Know For Sure by (gasps) Oprah. And talk about someone that knows how to look at life lightly. Yeah. That book is just perfect Perfect for that. Oprah is, like you think of Oprah and you think, you know, money, fame, whatever. But you also think hardship. Yes, yes, yes. She has gone through it all. Yet this woman gets so delighted by the literally a vegetable. Literally a vegetable. Or a strawberry. Or a wholesome night with her friends. or Her dogs. Her dogs. It really, it, it don't take much. the sweetest book that is filled with so many lessons along the way. And I try to read that once a year, especially when I'm going through something and I have to remind myself not to take things too seriously mm-hmm. or get too caught up on certain things. And it's an easy read. I'm pretty sure actually in her podcast she has chapters she'll read a chapter of her book of her book and then have on guests conversations with guests and that relates to that chapter what is her podcast called again I it's listened. like super soul yeah super soul sunday yes. yes so i believe i have to look into it if i'm remembering correctly she does read a chapter of the book and then will sort of relate it back to who she's had on her on her show or on her podcast but she's such a sweetie and what an inspiration yeah and so i gave you a copy of the book and it's at your house so i'm gonna read it again before i head back emily lent that book to me and it was such a sweet read i remember 
this is when I lived in New York, so I was reading it on the subway, and I'm so um, easily influenced. So if I'm reading a really dramatic book or like a really irritable character is in my book, then I might end up accidentally being irritable. And she was just filled with gratitude and empathy and confidence and inner peace that the headspace I was in while reading that book was so, so valuable to experience. And I highly recommend it. I think that's a fabulous book. We've been chatting for quite some time, so I do think that we should wrap it up. But it has been an absolute delight and an absolute treat to have you on here. And any final words that you want to give the at Lexi viewers and tell us where we can find you? Well, first, I just love you so much. And this is my favorite podcast. So I'm so happy to be on it. Guys, she's not lying. She listens to this I podcast. really do listen to every episode. You can find me at Emily June underscore on you're, Instagram. You're not going to start with TikTok? Oh, of course, TikTok. <laughs> Emily June with five E's at the end. And then my uh, skincare brand is just at 20s World or 20s World.com. 20s spelled, spelled the out. Word. Yeah. yeah. C W E N T. I-E-S world.com Alright, thank you so much. I love you all. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, uh, rate it five stars or leave a lovely little review on the podcast app. It would mean so much to me. And I will talk to you guys next week. XOXO, Lexi. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.